Ambassador of KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Premenil. Today in the news, after a glacier dam outburst caused the Mendenhall River in Juneau to swell more than 14 feet, families were forced to evacuate and seek shelter. In a press release, the Red Cross of Alaska said it is currently responding to the needs of the community members impacted. As of Monday, the city and borough of Juneau have not expressed a need for large-scale sheltering. The press release goes on to say that the Red Cross is preparing to provide disaster emergency supplies, immediate financial assistance, and assist in recovery efforts. The initial damage assessment process is set to begin on Tuesday as volunteers from across the state arrive in Juneau to provide assistance. And... Residents of the Upper Chilkat Valley are hosting an art show in a repurposed school building. They want to exhibit art by locals and showcase how the building has become a busy hub for the neighborhood. And the numbers for the fair are in. It was a success. Since the Mosquito Lake School closed a few years ago, residents have used the building as a community center. They formed a nonprofit to administer the building. Julie Korsmeyer is president of the board. We create lots of community events up there because we feel that this is the only place where we all can get together in the Upper Valley. There is a yoga class on Tuesdays, as well as lots of games for kids that morning. A game night happens the first Saturday of every month. The center is available for rent and it has hosted weddings and birthdays. Volunteers have hosted an art camp for kids. There is a commercial kitchen and a 6,000-square-feet community garden. Resident Erica Merklin is working towards establishing the center as a food hub. We are working with the Salvation Army. They do their distributions in the Upper Valley on the third Thursdays at the community center. And we're also working towards a partnership with the Southeast Alaska Food Bank Merklin says she is also working in partnership with a community garden in Klokwan. She says a tool library is also in the works. Residents will be able to borrow a log splitter and a walking tractor with multiple attachments. To celebrate all this activity, the center's volunteers are hosting an art exhibit on Saturday. Merklin hopes to get many artists to enter their work. We try to encourage everyone to participate. And our focus is really on trying to bring people together and help each individual feel connected to their community. Marklin says they are casting a wide net, with entries coming from the border and from the end of the Chilkat Peninsula. Korstmeyer says just the food will be worth coming for. We're going to be connected to the local food challenge that's going on. So We've asked a lot of volunteers to make beautiful hors d'oeuvres based on locally sourced food. Korsmeyer says she hopes to make the event a yearly thing. A lot of artists have no venue to really show the work that they've been doing, and there's many great artists in this community. We're going to have drinks and food and music, so come on up, everybody. She says artists wanting to show their work should contact her. The exhibit is on Saturday from 4 to 8 p.m. A shuttle from town will be available, leaving the Starvin Marvin Garden behind the Aspen Hotel at 3.15 and returning at 8. 
The Southeast State Fair was sunny and well attended. Director Amanda Rendles crunched the numbers. Our highest number attendance before this year was um, 2018. We were leaning in that direction. We're almost back to pre-pandemic numbers. Randall says some food vendors reported record revenues. The booth received payment for over 6,500 entrances over four days, with Saturday being the most attended day, with close to 2,300 bracelets sold. Randall says this does not include volunteers, vendors, and performers who are not charged and may represent up to 400 people. Generally speaking, I think it was a solid year and we're getting back to where we used to be. Go Hanes! We couldn't do it without this community, I tell you what. Randall's is hard-pressed to think of something that didn't go well. Not too hard, though. The squirt gun thing is just sort of become tradition around here. She says there is a filling station set up behind the barn, so the battles can happen out of the way, not in the middle of the crowd. Whether we like it or not, it just happens. And it was so hot this year, I was down for it. But we did get reports from some of the kids saying that some of the other kids were filling up their squirt guns with toilet water. (laughs) And so that was potentially one of our bigger issues of the whole fair was like, okay, you guys, stop filling up your squirt guns with toilet water. (laughs) Water guns. Let's hope they missed. That's it for the KHNF Local News. I'm Alan DePremineau. You can find these stories and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Cluckwan at 102.3 and translator K220BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.